Hey homies, it's Michelle Bennett, graphic designer, turn marketer, turn interior decorator, and apparently now podcast host. That's right, peeps. I selfishly started a podcast so that I would have an excuse to pick the brains of designers, decorators, and industry experts so that I can get to the next level. And the best part is you guys are coming with me. We're good? You have this microphone. Oh, wow. Why do you have that? Um, well, I'm borrowing it from um, my friend Madison, who's here. So good. I only have these. I don't even have a good microphone. I just don't even care. <laughs> Thank I'm you for good. doing this. Yeah, yeah, Congrats on your new shop. Thank you. How's it going? It's going good. We're getting a lot of good feedback and I think it looks great. Um, we, I'd love to eventually uh, move it over to like a shop, a Shopify platform. Yeah. We're just doing it through Squarespace right now, but yeah. so far so good. Awesome. Well, we'll so talk about that, that too. It's been a long time coming with that one. So good. Okay. We're going to get started. I was looking at your like website and I'm just like, oh my God, I need to know more about what's going on. And I feel like you know who I heard about you guys from, from was um, Anastasia. Yeah. So yeah. She, she did the whole rebrand um, for me and uh, did my website and everything. So yeah. yeah. She, when did you do that? Okay. So I did that. Um, uh, oh my gosh. It was just last year. 20 years. Yeah. yeah. My, at the, at the moment, my, at, a lot of, things were happening at once. My, I was trying, I tried to get a federal trademark on the business name, which at the moment was scouted home. Right. We also had a partner who lived in Nashville. So we were set up in Nashville and Los Angeles. Um, she had had a baby and stepped away from the business. Um, so <laughs> while I was trying to get a federal trademark, my partner also left. And then I had to change the business name because, um, we got like a, <clears throat> an opposition on the trademark. Okay. So it just made sense at that time, you know, as starting fresh to just go, go at it all brand new. So we did a full rebrand. I was actually looking at working with Anastasia before that even happened. So, and that was like the push kind of thing. Yeah. It was just like, okay, well now I have to use you because, you know, Okay, we're going to get started. I'm going to use all that, even though normally I, I'm just going to throw it in there wherever I can. We'll get okay. started so we can talk about all the things, Anything okay? I, no, this is um, only my second ever podcast. Okay. Who was your first? Were you on Luann's? No, I've done a, I've done a podcast. Um, I have a client who's a radio personality, and she has a podcast oh. called Alex Tries Her Best. And she has oh, all different topics. Got it. I wasn't sure if maybe I had heard about you. You know what it was? I feel like the one um, project that you have with the floral on the like top, yeah, like, it looked really familiar to me. And I was like, did I find them like before? Because I might have heard you on a podcast. Like, so I wasn't entirely sure. But okay, we're both in Ivy, right? Yeah, that's probably what it is. Um, honestly, no. I just I rarely plan for this I just start talking and we just see how it goes awesome (laughs) just so I'm clear then it is just you because I also did think that you had a partner but it is like you're I mean you probably we'll talk about whether you have employees but you're you're the girl okay single member LLC perfect (laughs) all right guys I'm here today with Ashley Scott from Scout Modern thank you for being here yes of course thank you so I don't really know how we actually did connect, but I feel like it happened after Anastasia's from the Identity Collective's podcast went live. For sure, yeah. And I was I'm just so excited <laughs> to talk to you. And I think she had even brought you up in the podcast uh-huh. itself. Yeah. yeah, I listened to that. It was actually a really great podcast. Oh my God, it was so yeah. good. Yeah. That's, pro- that's my most listened to podcast episode. I know, I've, se- I've seen you mention that. That's fantastic. It was amazing. It was just so good. She's yeah. lovely. So, okay, why don't you tell everybody about your business and maybe like, let's start with like, you know, did you go to school? Did you work for another firm? Like what's your, what's your story on where you got started in this business? Okay, yeah, sure. Um, so I um, started my business about three and a half years ago. Um, I was actually a stay-at-home mom. I had a little, I had a, a toddler um, at the time, and I was pregnant then with my second, and um, started my business um, mostly out of wanting something to do. And I, I just 
sort of felt fearless actually at that time when I was pregnant with my son and um, I was sort of looking for something to transition out of doing the stay at home mom thing. And I, (laughs) it didn't not take me long to realize how hard of a job that was. Um, and I really wanted something to pursue and, and, and that had always been my passion and no, I did not go to school for it. I never worked for another designer. Um, I literally just at the moment I had a best friend, um, and still my best friend, but she lives in Nashville and she had a history uh, of living in LA and doing set design and was then doing merchandising. And we were talking one day and I just said, why don't we why don't we just start our own business? It was kind of a throw it out there, crazy idea. And I um, just actually Googled, you know, how do you start your own business and set up my LLC through LegalZoom and just really have immersed myself in trying to learn everything I can about, uh, about the design business. I mean, the aesthetic portion, I think comes easy to me. It's the, it's the business bit and, you know, it's taken some some learning curves. So, okay, what made you interested in design before, obviously, your friend? Like, did you do your own house and you just fell in love with doing that? And so what was that backstory? Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I feel like it's such a cliche thing to say, but ever since I was a kid, like, I've just been obsessed with, you know, redoing my room and um, styling and, and, and every place I've ever lived. I mean, I just moved into a, a new apartment last week and as the movers are bringing in boxes I'm ripping the boxes open and getting things situated it's just it's something I love to uh to do but um I just have always I've always been passionate about it and it just really came to a moment of okay what am I truly passionate about that I could see myself doing all the time and that and that's it that's so awesome so do you do um furnishing and decorating or do you also do renovations uh, at the moment, uh, it's furnishing, furnishing and styling. Um, I My sort of overarching plan is that when my kids are both in school, I'll pursue getting a general contractor's license. Wow. And then I can get more into reno. Yeah. So I this is very refreshing for me to hear. I find it so rare to talk to anybody who does furnishing and decorating, which is mainly what I do. Uh-huh. And I've just kind of started getting into the renovations and I, like with my own house, that's why this is what my, like there's stuff on my, but like, <laughs> I'm just kind of, do I like this or do I feel like even just furnishing and decorating can be a very specific niche on its right. own, which is, which is great too. So I do not know, but that's, I'm so excited to hear that that's what you're doing. Right. Um, well, I'm in Los Angeles and I'm, and you know, yes, it is just furniture and styling as of right now, for the most part, you know, we do some custom build out stuff. Um, I'll bring in subcontractors here and there, but, uh, but I'm still working with, you know, healthy, healthy budgets just with furniture and styling. So, you know, I do think from a business standpoint, there's, there's money to be made there. Absolutely. And I, from different people, you hear different things, but I have heard that the furniture is where you can be very, very profitable too. Mm-hmm. Um, what was my question? Um, I told you, oh, what the other thing I really like about projects where it's furnishing and decorating only is pretty much every single time, you know, you're going to get a final completed project as opposed to, you know, people who are doing stuff and they're like, I've run out of money uh-huh. after all, like, even in my own house, I'm basically that client right now. So right. it's really nice to have that because people are invested in that part of the process, right? So, get in, okay. Get out. Yeah. Okay. So what did you do first thing then when, okay. So for context for the listeners, you did have a partner when you first started your business, uh-huh. right? But now you're solo. Uh-huh. And, yeah. but let's go back to the beginning. Um, what did you first do when you wanted to launch your business? And obviously you didn't have like the school or a portfolio. Where did you start to get that portfolio and get things rolling for you? Well, I really just reached out to every single person I knew. Hey, I'm starting a business. This is, this is what I do. Do, do. do any of you have any projects? Do you have any room that you'd like to have designed? Um, you know, I certainly sort of gave it away in the beginning, um, which is, I think uh, what a lot of people do. And I wish that there, maybe there is an alternative. I, I just kind of got in the trenches and Hey, I'll, I'll give you my time if you'll give me a budget and I'll make something look good. And then I'll use that to market 
myself. And that's exactly how I did it. I also really got involved in um, a couple of, I'm sorry about that. I don't know how to turn that off. Is it a Mac? Yeah. There should be like a mute button maybe like on the keyboard. Yeah. But then yeah, can you hear work. me? But then I can't yeah, I can, hear you. I can hear you. Oh, you okay. can't hear me. Right. Okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. It's fine. Um, so, but I got involved in, I found um, a Facebook group, for example, that was very focused on, you know, on interiors and sort of, again, just immersed myself in that. And, tr- you know, I, I just really have shamelessly marketed myself. I, I love what I do. I'm very, very passionate about it. And so I've talked, I've spoken about it with everyone that will give me their ear. <laughs> and, um, and that's what I did. I, I just started slowly building a portfolio. Same thing for my partner in Nashville, you know, and, um, just, we really invested early in getting, um, projects photographed and getting them out there. And, um, that's how we've, that's how we, that's how I grew. And okay. So you were saying you shamelessly plugged yourself. And I think that that's where a lot, you can't hear me. No, always, I said. Oh, okay, always. got it. Um, can you, because I think that's where a lot of people get afraid. And also it's just like, people are like, why is nothing happening? But at the same time, like they feel weird or like it's, you know, it's, I don't want to toot my own horn, but let's be honest. How are you going to get anybody to hire you if they don't know what you do? So what did that look like specifically for you? Uh, well, it, um, like when you say in the Facebook group, for example, yeah, what, did, so were, what were you doing? Posting um, everything I could. Hey, here's a here's a room I just designed. Hey, here's a vignette. Hey, here's a, a shot of my bedroom. I mean, just images, mm-hmm. images, images as much as as much as you can. Um, kind of explaining to people. Uh, I, I think a, te- a technique I used a lot in the beginning was before and afters. I mean, at this point, I don't show before and afters on my website. I don't think that it's really necessary but I think in the beginning when I was trying to get momentum and for people to be able to see what I could do putting up a before and after I mean there's there's almost no better way to say like here's how I, here's how I can transform your space yeah visually visually telling that story um so yeah and just just giving people tips you know if people are asking in Facebook groups for tips of how to do thing things just being sort of open of um ideas you know I'm not trying to like hoard you don't have to always pay for an idea of course if if I'm going to design your entire space then yes but to just have a conversation with someone about what you could possibly do I think um is is nice and why wouldn't I want to share that so I don't know just kind of finding a community of like-minded people I think was was the way to get the ball rolling and your the your Facebook group that you're referring to was it a local Facebook group or just more? No, it's like okay. an invite. It's like a you. I think you have to be invited or someone has to add you to the group. But it's it's a quite large group, and um, it is an interior focused friendship group. Got it. And it's and basically that helped. I assume drive a little bit more e design business as opposed to like in person. Yeah, I mean, I got a lot of my early clients through that group. And, and again, because it's such a sense of community and when you're really putting yourself out there and you're saying, Hey guys, um, you know, I just launched my business and I'm looking for clients. If you know anyone, yada, yada. I, but I think that there's a part of being, um, there's something to being part of a community where, um, people want to see you succeed and they want to see, um, your business grow. And so, you know, either they're recommending you out to people that they know, um, or they're hiring, hiring you yourselves. But I feel like it's, it's that sense of like people rooting you along. Yeah. And, and I just love that. And it felt, it was very organic. Um, it really, really grew organically. Um, but yeah, some of my very early clients were through this Facebook group. And, and then of course you get to go back and then share the images after you've completed in this group and people have sort of seen the steps along the way. And, and so, yeah, I just think community and finding whether it's like a mom group or, I don't know what's other groups that you can even be in. Well, yeah, for me, it was like neighborhood groups, even yeah. just, yeah, I, I love that you did this. Cause this is a very similar thing to that to what I did. And I really like that the idea for you, cause it doesn't sound like you were in there going, Oh, Hey guys, here's my website, you know, hire me. It sounded like you were right. more, much more like, you know, starting a conversation and, and just showing inspiration that yeah. by default would 
trigger somebody to be like, I want that. Right. I so was less I gross. Really, yeah. I wasn't showing up as like, um, I know everything hire me, but it was more like, yeah, I'm also a part of this community. And like, I'm, I love seeing what you guys are doing and like, here's what I'm up to. And, and I think just finding a support system overall is. is yeah. Yeah. So when you think back to the first year and those first few projects, like what were the budgets like oh, early on? Yeah. Okay. So I'll tell you my very, very first project that I ever did. <laughs> Um, was for a friend and um, she's a photographer friend of mine and so it was sort of like hey uh-huh. do you have a space that like are you wanting to do any of your rooms and then you know I'll do my service for free you give me a budget and then you know maybe you could photograph it and yeah. we did but her budget was $500 for her bedroom I mean it was just it was a small restyle and there were definitely some DIYs even involved and I'm not even like a DIY girl but like when, you know, with that kind of budget, I had to get crafty and, um, and it, and it was great. And it, and, you know, now I'm working with much different budgets, but there's, there's almost just nothing like your first couple of projects, you know, when you're just scrounging, trying to throw something together. So yeah, $500, maybe the next one was another bedroom that was, I don't know, maybe $5,000. It's really, and it just escalated so quickly to where my, my current client, I have a client in downtown, um, with a $75,000 budget for a two bedroom apartment. That's a, that's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So who do you remember? What was the first projects that were not a friend or family completely not from a referred friend or family either? Like, do you remember what that was and how excited it was? exciting it was and did it kind of domino as well yeah let me tell you about a few of them so again reminder that I started the business when I was like very pregnant um so one of my first non-friend projects was for a producer over in Miracle Mile she was great her name is Connie she's so sweet and nice and I and I did her uh bedroom very like mid-century modern style it was the dead of summer I am like (laughs) gigantic with baby. And, um, and yeah, you know, I just have been really lucky to meet people who have been quite nice to work with. Um, that was an easy in and out there. There was, um, there was a client that I met in the, in the group that I told you about, that was probably my first big, like, okay, we're, we're going to get some word of mouth out here now. Um, I actually approached her in the group. She was, posting photos of her space and, um, we've become great friends now. Um, but I said to her, Hey, I've just started this business. I would love to help you. And, um, anyway, we have a funny story because I actually called her from the hospital bed. Like after I delivered my son, (laughs) They they were off giving him a bath. And I just like called her like, Hey, I just had my baby. Um, so anyways, I found some great art for your, <laughs> and she's like, what is wrong with you? But I just was super passionate. You know, I was, I was on fire at the moment. Like I couldn't, I could yeah. barely have time to have a baby because I was so badly wanting to, to get to work. Um, but she was great with word of mouth. So that was a great, you know, it, it really worked out that I had reached out to her. Um, and did she pay you for your services or was it a, that she, we worked on a trade. Um, because she was more of like an influencer, um, which I don't, I no longer do that. But again, we're talking like, this is like the second, um, project from there. And again, from the group, my whale of a project, which was still in the first year of business was the, um, the project that I had featured in apartment therapy with the floral wallpaper. And that was my first, like, they came to me with, I think like a $20,000 budget. And I just didn't even, I was mystified, you know, yeah, I remember what, that. So what was, for yeah. how many rooms was it? One room or I did, um, a living dining and, uh, a guest bed and a master. So it was about four rooms. Um, and I, again, I had to get scrappy, you know, like yeah, I don't, at the time you thought it was a lot, but and now you're like, that is not a lot. Enough. Yeah. And I think <laughs> we actually went over, I want to say we probably went over budget there. Um, <laughs> once we got into it, yeah. but they were very realistic about what, um, you know, what was happening, what was coming in and, and the money that would be required to pull it all together. But, uh, 
but yeah, I mean, <laughs> and again, in those early days, I wasn't seeing as much of a profit margin on, uh, on the furniture sale. Yeah. So now I'm more strategic with that. Whereas in the beginning, I was less focused on the numbers yeah. um, and more focused on like truly trying to get a portfolio out there that I was proud of that I knew would pay dividends in the marketing material. So maybe yeah. I wasn't making as much on the profit margin of furniture, but I'm going to use this material to market myself. And here I am three and a half years into business and I'm still using those photos from that project. Mm-hmm. Um, frequently yeah to the market so so when you first started like charging you where there was no trade for example right when you in that first year what was your rate at the time and how good were you and how did you bill actually let's start there and okay so oh um I started with flat fee mm-hmm um, and I have honestly gone back and forth. And I think that this <laughs> may just be something I, I go back and forth on until the end of time. Who knows? Um, I definitely started with flat fee. Uh, it, again, wasn't, it, it's, it's kind of odd, right? How it's hard to step into your power as um, owning what your value is. Mm-hmm. So I will say in the first year, I was timid. I was, um, I hadn't gone to school. I didn't feel like I, I didn't feel. I didn't value myself almost enough. Now that I've proven to myself what I can do, I definitely feel more comfortable charging appropriately. But yeah, at the at the time in the beginning, it was a flat fee, and I just sort of would look at a space, kind of gauge what I wanted to make to be spending my time there. And and I did have a bit of a luxury that I, you know, was still kind of staying at home part time with my kids, and and I could really. I was, I was okay with a slow build Mm -hmm. because I really was also still focused on being at home with my children part-time. Um, and I knew that eventually they'd go on to school, which, you know, we'll get there one day. (laughs) Um, but, but now I charge, um, I, now I'll do a minimum, um, hours per room. And And what's that? Do tell. I do a 10 hour minimum per room. Um, what would that get somebody like, if you said the 10 hour minimum per room, if they said, okay, I'm doing that. Could you finish a room in 10 hours? Uh, sure. Like if, beginning to end? If they're easy to work with and, and I'm very upfront about that, you know, if you're, if you're easy to work with and we can fly through these decisions and it's almost like you're putting a lot of trust and faith in me, um, that I'm, you don't micromanage, <laughs> yeah. you know? Right. So, um, yeah, if it's a small room, like a small bedroom, I think I certainly could. I could whip together a, a design plan, get it done um, for sure. It's probably more of like a styling if I'm, you know, really keeping to that 10 hour. Okay. Because I'm thinking like, I know for me, if I'm doing like full furnishing, mm-hmm. beginning, beginning all the way through to furniture installation and styling, for me, it's like a 25 hour minimum. Yeah. Like on average. To right. potentially even 35 have, to 40. Sure. But if they oh, have okay. already like several furniture pieces that they oh, would like okay. to incorporate, then, then for sure I could, I could do it in 10 hours. Um, but also just to protect myself, I like to have that minimum because if it is a, just a small styling job, you know, I still want to, I still want to be making money to do it because it is still taking time. Mm-hmm. It's taking my time. For sure. Um, would you, if somebody came to you, they had, you know, they're like, oh, I've seen your portfolio, da, da, da. And, you know, I'd love you to help me with my bedroom. And let's say they don't have anything. Mm-hmm. And they're like, but you know what? I really just want you to help me with the bed. And like, maybe you could just do this or that. Like technically to get the room beginning to end, like the work that they came to you for. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said they're trying to keep the cost down, right? You know, the t- I don't know if you get clients like this where it's like they want you, but they also don't understand what it costs to have the portfolio worthy. Great. (laughs) Would you work with somebody who just said, you know what, like, can I just get some hours and maybe you can do some odds and ends for me as opposed Um, to to like completion? You know, it'd really be, it'd really be a case by case situation because, um, you know, ultimately I, I, yes, I am running a business and yes, I want to make money, but I am, 
specifically in this career because I, I find it very fulfilling to me. So um, there's no better way for me to feel fulfilled than to start a project from beginning to end. And I want that end completion. And I want to know that that was my my vision come to life. Those photographs mm-hmm. are, you know, it's because it's because I put it together. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly if I met someone that just needed a little bit of help and I could charge them hourly for that and they seemed like they were, you know, nice and cool to work with, then absolutely I could see myself doing that. But it's it's not what I'm out there looking to do. I want like I want full creative freedom. Um, and luckily I've somehow stumbled into a niche with clients who seem okay giving that to me and it and it feels it feels good. And especially when someone trusts you. And says, hey, you know, free reign. Here's the budget. I hired you because you're a designer. Just can you just please design it and like just let me know what I owe. Um, yes, thank you. That's that's the ideal situation. That's the dream. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, it's true. And and I feel the same way. Um, because for me, I mean, very recently I had a lead contact me and you know, she wanted a lot. Mm. And I told her what it took. I was like, you know, it's on average what you're seeing in my portfolio, which is why you're contacting me. It's, I normally say 35 to to 45 hours, but tip, Mm -hmm. like I could, it could be 25. It really depends. But, um, and I was like, I charge for a consultation. My rate is 150 an hour. Mm -hmm. And then she said she had reached out to somebody else and that she came back. She was like, well, they don't charge for consultation. She wasn't like trying to get that from me, but she was just trying to, have me help her understand like I she was leaning towards me but then she was like I just need you to help me like feel better about you know the difference in price and I just said I said if you're somebody who wants to hire a designer just to get the furniture in your house because the most important thing to you is speed and having furniture then go with the other designer I'm here to give you quality to create a space that looks like the work in my portfolio. And if we're not going to do that whole thing, even like to have me just do like a bed for you or this, like get the other designer for a hundred dollars an hour, because you're not going to get the warm fuzzies anyway, if right. we don't do it all the way. Right. Yeah. You might get a bed because you don't care about the end product. Right. And she right. ended up saying like, she did want to go for it. But, and I felt so like happy. I couldn't have done that three years ago. And I need the projects yeah, like I do. In, but in your, in your power and knowing, it's funny too so how it's three years, it just makes me want, is three years the mark? I mean, uh, you yeah. know, because it did, it definitely took me a minute to, and I think that was just the confidence building of the, again, just those finished projects, those, you know, portfolios, getting your work published, um, just kind of almost like a, you know, pat on the back kind of thing where you're like, okay, I'm doing this. Oh my God, I'm doing this. Okay. I can stand in my power. I know my value and I can genuinely speak that, um, to someone so that, so, because I believe it, they also believe it and they want to hire you because of that. It's so true. And also we were saying like, you know, you did flat fees at the beginning. Can you hear that? Can you hear the sign? Yeah, there's, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm going to wait a hot minute. I'm going to edit this out. What is that? Well, I'm at home and we're renovating. So that's the guy. I'm beeping every five seconds. And I don't have a door because the doors were taken off. So I can't even close the door. (laughs) Hopefully it shouldn't be going on too long. All good. It stopped. Um, So another thing, I don't know if you had any of this, but you were talking about how like you came up with flat fees in the first year. I also started with flat fees. But the problem was I didn't know how long things took. Yeah. So I just wildly undervalued myself because of confidence, because, but also because of just not knowing. And it's like right. that first year, you don't care. You're just excited anybody yes. will pay you to do hire anything. Hire me, please hire me. Yeah, I'll and pay you. All of, sudden, <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, you understand what it takes to do something right and how much work it is. Right. And it's like... I need to pay my bills. And I know that if I try to shove a bunch of like clients who aren't paying me what I'm worth for the time that I'm putting in, I want to then juggle more clients. And then I can't sleep at night because I'm so stressed. Right. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. You felt that too. It's just, it's like, it's confidence, but it's also just like 
I didn't know then what I know now as right. far as and now that I know. Think. Yeah. I'm comfortable letting you know what I know. <laughs> yeah. And what I know is it's going to take 25 to 35 hours to yeah. do portfolio worthy. And it's going to look dang good at the end. So exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard though. It is really hard. Like I, in your three years, have you had kind of dips in like projects? Like, has it, have you, has it been a fairly consistent, like, go? I, yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely times where I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, where's there, is there, is anyone ever going to hire me again? Like, do, are there any projects in the pipeline? Yeah. Um, and then interestingly enough, they all sort of pile on at the same time. So would love to sort out the whole, um, you know, time management and pacing them out sort of thing. But yeah, it seems like they, there are moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, like I need another project. And then four will, four will hit at once. And then I'm scrambling, how am I going to do this? Um, But yes, definitely. It's, it's never been just completely smooth. It's been ups and downs. And again, we've mentioned the whole you know, with my partner leaving the business and me, and that was uh, borderline devastating because, uh, oh my God, now I have to do this all on my own. And how, how do I, how do I figure this out? Um, but from all, from the entire experience of just trying to, and I say trying to run a business, um, I am learning so much and I feel like growing so much. And so I, I don't know, I feel really at ease about it because, um, I just know that it can sort of only get better. Yeah. Yeah. In theory, right. Hold on one sec. I got to plug my laptop in. Okay. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Um, yes. Sorry. Got it. I make this, I hate when I do stuff like this because then I, have to edit more when I edit the <laughs> podcast, which is super annoying. Um, okay. My question to you, I have so many questions. You know what I really love about, I didn't know this, what? but I'm talking to you is that you also do only furnishing most of the time uh-huh. and you're, you're around the same age business as me. So I just, it makes me feel wildly inadequate, but that's okay. I can learn from you. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? I'm like, holy crap. I was really, I needed, I wanted you to say, oh yeah, I worked in a firm and, but anyways, no, it's good. But this is why I'm like, especially loving this conversation right now. Okay. So I think that we're both just very, um, obsessed with what we do and learning and and especially like, that's why you have this pot. I mean, it's, I think we're both doing great and we should give ourselves a, a big, you know, pat on the back and yeah. Yes. I like it. I like it. Positivity. Um, so do you have employees? I have a couple independent contractors. Um, I have uh, someone that helps me out with my social media, my, all the blogs, you know, content creation, graphics, um, Madison. She's amazing. She's here. She's visiting me from Canada right now. Hi Madison. She's the one who brought you your microphone. Yes. yes. And hold on. Yes. Hey, Madison. I'm going to call you Maddie because we're tight like that already. <laughs> Did she say you're Canadian? She is. She's from Vancouver. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. She gave me a, I held a $20 Canadian dollar earlier. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Did you hold a loonie and a toonie while you were at it? She didn't bring me a loony and a toony this She's time. She's like, I only got 20s. Um, I've learned so much Canadian history over the last couple of days. I feel like I'm basically one of you guys. I love it. Is she a VA then? Are you VA? Like, or no, you do graphic design work, but virtually. Oh, yeah, virtually. I love yeah, it. Maddie, we're going to have to talk. Now. Yeah, but she's virtual. She's in Vancouver. And, um, and we FaceTime all the time because I love, to stare at people's faces when I talk to them. Perfect. I'm glad. <laughs> so we're doing video now. Um, but yeah, she, so yeah, I have an, I have an independent contractor in her, which is doing all my social, uh, my content. She's anything that's graphic design. Um, she kills it. Is there anything else? What else do you help me? Also just life. She helps me with life. She's a life coach. We talk about life stuff. And, um, and then I have another girl who's local who's helping me out with uh, the online store. Amazing. She's really whipped that into, into shape. And, uh, and yeah, and then, of course, I have, you know, subcontractors that I, you know, electricians or my handy guy or just my two gems that are helping me right now. 
And how many hours does Ma- Madison put in for you every week? Is it d- does it differ? Probably more than she would like to. <laughs> Is it different? Awkward I'm silence. Like, I want to talk to them where you're going to help me. You have to. Can she talk? Out. Of course. Oh, girl. Oh. Come on over. Get to the mic. <laughs> What time is it for you right now? 10.37. Oh, dang. Okay. It's early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get in here. Me too. Yeah. Tell me how this works. Hi. 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 <laughs> um, we do a monthly just flat fee. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's not really like hourly based just because with Ashley... I feel like (laughs) you just have to be all in. (laughs) No, but I feel like we do a lot more like long-term business strategy talk between Mm -hmm. the two of us. Like it's not really a relationship where it's like, I just need this piece of paper designed, like do it and send it in. It's like, we talk about the big dreams for her business. And so I feel like this is, you know, a marathon relationship that we have that in the end, like, yeah, we're sort of like I've gotten so yeah. Lucky. I'm, basically, and I need to know: Are you wearing a high side pony? <laughs> yes. Just checking. Okay, cool. I hoped you were, Michelle. We've I, been out. We've been out last night. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I wish I had done the high side pony. Well, I like your pony too. I, I actually I was gonna say I met Madison um, in that same. Facebook group. Facebook group. Oh, in Ivy. No, 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 different. Yeah, got it. I'm with you. I'm yeah, with you right now. Okay, so when did she, when did you, how long did you go before you had like contract people helping you out with some of this stuff? Gosh, you, well, you know, I hired my first employee last year, last summer. Um, man, that was, whew, that's hard. That's so much, there's so much that goes into it. I had no <sighs> idea with like the, the yeah. Anyway, um, that you know, it, that was a good, um, a good first try, I guess. Um, and, and after, and after I I let that employee go, um, I really kind of had to have a talk with myself about how to manage other people. Mm. I found it really, really hard to relinquish control, um, over my baby, right. To someone else. But I think, I think that working, first of all, working with uh, Anastasia and um, ID, ID Co. ID, the, Ident- yeah, ID- Shadow Identity, Identity Collective. Yeah, I love ID you. Yeah. Um, I think that that was really my first, um, I guess we could call it a lesson in how to put my trust in my vision in someone else's hands. Um and she did a great job with my rebrand and she really, really held my hand through that process. I mean, you got to think here I am, I've, I've lost a business partner and I'm having to change the name of my business and this brand that I've already been, you know, putting everything into creating. And so I think, um, and, and I'm a, just a believer anyway, in like the universe working out how it's supposed to, and that we're all truly sort of held and protected. But um, she definitely made me feel throughout that entire process, I got your back. You're going to be great. It's going to be better than ever. And I think that giving up some of my um, need to control everything um, to her and, and putting that faith in her, I think that it she wowed me with what she was able to do. And then after I had then sort of, again, had a talk with myself about, um, <laughs> I guess, my control issues and, yeah. and how can you ever grow this business if you don't trust other people to step in and do their job? And so um, next came uh, Madison, which was what, maybe like October. So we definitely had like a friendship going um, online before, but um, finally I was like, I, I need, I need you. Like you're, what you're doing with your Instagram account and what you're, and just what you're doing is so fascinating to me. And like, I, and I feel like you understand my vision and my brand and my aesthetic and like, I have to have you. How can I have you? How can I have you? Um, so now I have her. And, um, and it just, again, it feels great to, to know that, um, if you find the right people to support you, like it's, it is going to do wonders. And there are people out there, I think that, you know, maybe don't, you're not going to mesh with. And then there's people out there who totally get it. Mm -hmm. And so I happen to have 
a couple of girls right now who totally get it. They see my, they see my vision and, um, and dang, it just feels good to be able to focus more on design. Yeah, <laughs> You know, even hiring a bookkeeper was something, I don't know why I took so long to actually hire a, a proper bookkeeper. Um, but what was I thinking before? Mm-hmm. So, and also just, if I could say like some of the first things that I put my money into, um, you know, one of the very first things I did was find a great attorney and get a contract in place. Um, I had set up my LLC through LegalZoom. So I definitely went, you know, the cheap, cheapier out on that. Um, I definitely can say to anyone who's listening, if you are interested in trademarking your business, get a trademark attorney because you could do it the way I did, which was to try it through LegalZoom only to face an opposition and then have to end up hiring an attorney anyway to sort of undo everything right? (laughs) with a new name. Um, But getting a good attorney, uh, a client contract, that was so super important to me in the beginning. I just really wanted to be protected. Um, And then investing in the photography, huge, Um, huge. You must, unless you are just, you know, a G with a camera, which I'm not. Yeah. No, Um, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. You get what you pay for. Yeah. It's your product. Those photos are your product. Yes. And I think just being able to delegate things out, like I I feel like I'm finally finding my, my groove in my business because I'm to the point now where I can delegate stuff to people and, and really get back to focusing on the design work, which is, like I said, that's, that is why I'm doing, that's why I'm in this career is because it fulfills me. Um, I wish I could say that I was like more of like a money-minded person and, and, (laughs) you know, but I really, I love what I do. That's why I'm doing it, you know, and I know that the money will, will follow that. And, and, and it is, um, but I'm doing it because I love it. So if I've got my face stuck in QuickBooks or, you know, sitting here racking my brain of what to put as an Instagram caption, um, then I'm not really putting my my energy towards my clients. And those are the ones that are paying me to to do my job. <laughs> yeah, I love all of these things. I want to circle back really quick to the first thing that you said, which was, um, you know, being able to get somebody to do something for you and being able to trust them. I feel like there's one definite caveat to that, which is when you find it, I'm going to go on a limb <laughs> and say that, Anastasia's company, Identity Collective, who is wildly talented, is not going to be the cheapest. She's probably no. going to be, you know, an investment. And I it think that it's so important for people to understand, like, you get what you pay for, right? Absolutely. It's kind of like the same thing with me, what I said to that client. It's like, <laughs> go, go do that. But I mean, you want to get what you pay for. And for us, I think it's so important. Like you might pay more, but at the end of the day, you free up your time more if you're not covering the whole time. Time is the most valuable commodity that we have. Look at, we're literally getting groceries delivered to our door these days. You know, time is money. Um, that's something I really try to stress to my clients as well, right? You know, one of the things I think that makes a designer valuable is not just, yes, I mean, if we're designers, chances are we all have a great aesthetic. We we have a signature look, whatever it is of why a client wants to hire us. But when you're really getting down to it, the value, there's so much value in taking that beast of a job, which is setting up a home um, off of the client's plate and handling it for them. And I try to explain to them, uh, you know, just how important time, time is money. Um, and just what goes into the logistics of it all. I mean, you know how it is tracking a furniture delivery and then the furniture you waited eight, six to eight weeks lead time for, and it comes and it's completely damaged. And how do we deal with this little fire? And, and the hours that are spent on, on the phone, you know, dealing with these issues. Um, and that's the time and, and which is the value. Absolutely. Okay. I have been writing down some of my questions. Okay. <laughs> Let's go back to your bookkeeper. Yes. What, what specifically does your bookkeeper do? Is it a monthly taking care of invoicing clients and the, and the 
product purchasing? Like, what does the bookkeeper specifically do? I haven't you? given up that much control. That's not okay. <laughs> That's the thing. It's mind boggling to me. And it's like, I'm like, oh, I can't wrap my head around it. Yeah. She, um, no, she's just, uh, reconciling and, Honestly, I don't even know all the terms because that's how much I despise anything in that um, like yeah. kind of realm. Um, but yeah, she's she's reconciling. She's filing my um, quarterly sales tax. Okay. She's, she's handling, um, I don't know, putting it into the categories. Is that is that reconciling? See, yeah, this- sounds like it. I'm right there with you. I don't know. <laughs> the one bit that I kept saying, oh, I'll get a re-, you know, because I, like I said, I've immersed myself in learning about business and and all of this, it's just interesting that I've, I always kind of put the money part, um, at the, at the last step. So I kept yeah. telling myself, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to really research and learn QuickBooks and learn how to keep my books. How in the heck am I going to do that? If I'm trying to also, you know, run a business, earn or order all these furniture pieces, like hand manage my clients, manage my family, my babies. Um, yeah. So finally I got wise and I got a bookkeeper and she charges me I don't know, $50 an hour. And it's a, it's a great investment because um, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Fair enough. And sh- does she like meet with you on a monthly basis, collects all your receipts? Like what does we'll that meet? Um, we'll meet. Well, everything is just linked through Ivy. So we don't even really need to do any passing off of receipts. Everything is, uh, how is she? Oh, she's in, she's, we don't, I'm not actually syncing with Ivy to QuickBooks, but yeah, me neither. You know, but um but she sees everything she's in Ivy. So she sees everything that's coming through uh, the invoicing, the proposal, so she can match, you know, the client budget to the budget and the design fee to me as income. Um, and we meet just as often as we need to, honestly, it's, it's a very, uh, nothing's too super structured with me and like meetings. Right. <laughs> so it's all very organic. Got um, it. It's just not organized. um okay I want to talk a little bit about projects themselves yeah how many projects do you typically juggle at once or how many do you typically and how many would be your ideal um I'd say it's about three to four okay Um, that makes me feel good yeah ideal would be um one to two big big ones that would be my ideal Less yeah. clients, more money, baby. Work less and make more. That's, yeah. that's uh, the direction I'm trying to get into. <laughs> um, Okay, so you're juggling for, okay, projects. Let's, and, and typically those projects, what's the average as far as like size? Is it normally whole homes or like two to three rooms typically? Uh, it varies, but I, <clears throat> you know, I, again, I, I don't even know. I, I used to call my niche um, millennial millionaires. Um, the type of the type of clients that I'm dealing with. So what I've sort of noticed from these types is even if they bring me in for a one or two room zhuzh or whatever, um, you know, eventually we're going to just go ahead and and tackle the whole thing because a lot of these people are, um, they're, they're a very certain type, you know, and, and actually the, the clients that I'm mostly working with are, are the type that get that time is money. They want a beautiful space. They want a space that is Instagram worthy. They have, you know, great style, appreciate great style, but they're off making, you know, their money in the arena that they are good at. And so they've brought me in and really sort of give me the control to come in and do my job and they don't micromanage me. And, um, they also have a pretty great understanding of, of cost of things. So I don't feel like I'm, you know, butting heads with people on, on budgets and stuff too much. Um, but yeah, it's, I'd say it's mostly whole, uh, and again, I'm in Los Angeles, so we've gotten a lot of apartment dwellers here. Um, so it's either a house or a full apartment typically. Okay. And how does your process work? And I, I know we have like 10 minutes, but I'm going to try to ram in as much as I can with you right now. Um, you, you, well, first things first, client reaches out to you. Let's say your docket, you've got four clients on the go. Yep. How, I assume you do consultations? Uh, yes. And so how much further, how, what's your lead time as far as like lead wants to start? They're ready to pay you. They want you to get going. When are you scheduling them in your calendar? Typically, are you saying like, we can't get started for a month because it's I already have- probably about four weeks out. Yeah. Okay. 
when you start a project, let's say it's a whole home, let's yep. say it's three rooms to a whole home, whatever, if there's any difference. When you're doing the presentation, so you're kicking off the project, getting all the information you need, taking your measurements, da da da. What's the typical time from that start to the presentation for you? Uh, it's about two weeks. I, I think um, I have like a design process, you know, sheet that I send along with the uh, letter of agreement. And I believe it says 14, I want to say it says 14 business days. Um, wow, that's incredible. Yeah. And that's just like an initial sort of mood board. And, I, and I'm okay. very upfront with my, that, yeah, exactly. That's just an initial mood board. You know, maybe I'm pulling some furniture pieces. Maybe I've pulled together okay. some Pinterest images um, just to make sure that we're on the right track. I want to make sure we're on the right page before we really delve into the presentation of, you know, a proposal where everything is itemized out. This is what I'd like to buy. But even then I'm, I'm pretty upfront with my clients that um, it's, it's kind of ever change. Like as I'm, as I'm in, in it and as I'm pulling the project together, some things may change along the way. And that's just artistic. um, That's just the, that's just the artistry of it, you know? I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Especially with contractors too. It's like, look, you know, we make our best efforts to plan everything we can, but sometimes you get in the room and all of a sudden things start shaping and you're like, oh, you know what? You're just out at a, or you're just, you know, perusing Etsy or you're out at a vintage shop and you find something and now like, you know, everything kind of needs to change a little bit because... Yeah, you know, I've had a stroke of genius, and that now here's what we're doing. Yeah, but again, I think that I've I've been really lucky in in um in in finding clients that trust trust my vision and know that I see it as um as a as an expression of art, and um and they kind of let me go with that, which is uh I know I know that I'm lucky in that arena because I know that it's not always the case. Right. And I, but I think, I mean, you're lucky, but I think that it also just speaks for your portfolio and people wanting the look, right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So just, just cause I want to go back to this. Okay. So two weeks in, you present the like concept boards, yep. like just, you know, here's where we're going, like, yay or nay, do I keep going? Yep. Oh, from that point, when would you be like, here's the proposals of all the furniture that I'm specifying and for you to approve or not approve, what, what would that time frame look like? Well, depending on the size of the project, um, of course. And sometimes I, you know, it can kind of just all depends, but I'd say it's probably another couple weeks for me to pull together an itemized proposal where I'm, you know, truly listing out, here's the bed frame, here's the rug, here's the nightstands that I've selected. And again, knowing that those could change. Um, and obviously we, we all know that that could change as you get into ordering and everything yeah. seems to have going out of stock um, or has an <laughs> Thanks, 80, 80 year lead time. Um, <laughs> we'll get it to you in 80 years. Um, but yeah, I'd say it's probably another couple weeks and, um, and then right into ordering. And then of course, then that puts us usually what, six weeks out for, yeah. um, for items to begin install. Totally. I mean, in some cases for, I find sofas can be 10 to 12 weeks in a lot of cases too. So for you, if you were doing, let's say three rooms and a client said like, what do you anticipate the time frame being for us to be done this? Like, would you have a, an, just, you know, obviously there's the whole, well, it depends what we order. depends on the lead time. It's probably, a three, it's probably three to four months. Don't you think? Right. Hundred percent. You know what it is? This is me making sure. This is me asking you for my own gut check because I'm sometimes I'm like, that was another thing with the lead. She just wanted everything right away. I'm like, I say six weeks. But again, I don't know if it's an LA thing or what. But I have certainly had clients, and I do love a challenge. Um, and I'm also a little crazy, I guess. But I've had clients who come to me and they need something done in two weeks, and uh, I make it happen. Now I'm not gonna probably make as much money on the furniture because I'm going to have to go straight to retail or uh HD buttercup even. And I have no idea what that is, but okay. It's a big retail location here where you, it's a warehouse where you can basically buy everything off the showroom floor. Oh, that sounds Um, amazing. All in stock, you know, but so yes, there's resources. I can make it happen. Um, and I did a, I did a, uh, space for a big YouTube kid and, um, that we had a week and a half 
from the moment that we stepped foot in the space until we had to be out. And it was a 500 square foot. It was a dining space that is inside of this like mansion. Um, and we turned it into a retail boutique and we did, you know, everything from lighting to a giant mural on the ceiling and shell. I mean, everything had to be custom fabricated because we didn't even have time to order anything. So right. Um, basically did not sleep that week, but you know, I'm up to it. I will do those projects, but if we're being realistic and I'm not going to go cuckoo crazy, then it's, you know, three to four months. Okay, cool. And I agree. I feel like, you know, for the right project, for the right client, I would be willing to move a mountain. Yes. Yes. Because it's, it's a challenge and it fulfills you and like, oh my God, I can really have fun with this or like the yeah. budget stupid crazy or, or whatever. This, exactly. You know, I, I wild, you know. Totally. Um, okay. So my next question is about your style. I'm curious, like, have you noticed an evolution of um, your, I, your style? It sounded like you said you felt, oh yes. Okay. Totally. So what do you think about when you think back to some of those early projects and and standards. Do you feel like even just like standard of specific, like things that you'll source versus not source? Yeah. Well, yeah. And your standards definitely, um, you kind of raise those standards as the budgets get bigger yeah. <laughs> just naturally. Right. Um, but yeah, my style has totally evolved and, and, um, I think that I've really found my true aesthetic and what I love, but I also think that that as well will continue to evolve. And I'm so interested to see like, you know, what is to come. Um, but totally in the beginning, I was very, very like mid-century modern. I was doing, I mean, I was purchasing most of the stuff off of Craigslist in the beginning, right. you know, I'm finding, and, and of course, again, I don't know how many times I'll say this, but I'm in LA. So I'm literally sitting on a gold mine of um, great mid-century modern furniture. Yeah. There's so much nice stuff. Um, but yeah, I've definitely, I've definitely gotten much more modern in my, in my aesthetic. And, um, I still love mixing in a great, a great vintage piece. Like Kelly Worcester is like one of my just super, super iconic. Um, I'm just obsessed. I'm obsessed with everything she does. And, uh, anyway, I just love how she'll blend blend styles and yeah, so it's definitely evolved and I'm sure it'll evolve more and, and hopefully I'll do the same just as a human. Absolutely. Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to ask a wildly inappropriate question that I don't, I can totally cut this out if you want me to. Can I ask how old you are? I'm 34. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. I would, do, what do you, you cut that out? I am, I'm so glad. Some people are weird about it, you know? I'm so, you know, this has been like a crazy year for me. I'm actually in the middle of a divorce right now. Um, I'm, it's, just it's been a lot of changes and I think for the first time in my life like I am really finding out who I am and I feel I am finally stepping into my power as me (laughs) who I am and I can own it and I'm happy to be 34 I've fought hard for these 34 years and and I'm just gonna keep fighting hard for the rest of it yeah man Hundred million percent. I just I just turned forty in August, and this has been. Thank you. It's been like this has been a very like transformative year. I don't know about you, but just even starting my business was highly transformative for me as far as building my confidence. And I feel like as women, the thirties, and I'm like, here's to having that be the same thing at forty, even better. But mid thirties, like anybody who's like, I'm like, dude, no thirties are so much better for a woman. It's like, you really start to find your confident and who you are and just stick up for yourself and not allow people to walk all over you and just say like, this is me, take it or leave it. Exactly. Right? Doesn't that feel so good too? It's incredible. Oh. It's amazing. It's it's yeah. absolutely amazing. It makes me I want to cry when I talk about it. <laughs> um, well, I have like freaking enjoyed talking to you oh, so you. much. I feel thanks. like if you'd be into it, I would love to do this a second time. I know. I would too. I, girl, I, I still have so many questions and I feel <laughs> like there's so much more to talk about. You know, I just really feel awesome that it, it's really inspiring to me to have met somebody who is doing like a very similar business model to me in a very similar place. And I feel like I could learn so much from you. And, yeah. and for me, it's like, I ask the certain questions as a form of validation because sometimes I feel like 
I over, like, I'm like, am I overcharging? Like, am I estimating too many hours for a whole house? Um, like, so I start to question myself. Well, or- there's so many ways to do it. And we see that right in the Ivy group. And, and we're all out here trying to figure out what is the best strategy? How do I make money and, 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 and stay happy in this career? Yeah. And, and, um, yeah, it, so there's, Oh, just finding the right way. Yeah. It is, it is so nice to connect with other designers though. And just to, it's, it is validation. So thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. So two things I'm going to get you to do, um, okay. unless we don't want to do this, which I could cut this out too, but I feel like we should give Madison a, an Instagram shout out if people could check her out and then obviously tell everybody where to find you too. Yes. Okay. So definitely check out um, my girl, Madison, Madison Hope Beach, right? But her Instagram, is that right? That's your name, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Madison Hope Beach. Uh, her Instagram is at Madison and such. She has a beautiful home in Vancouver, you guys, that I'm going to go visit um, hopefully very soon. But I've got her here with me for the next few days. So, um, And then, yeah, please follow me and my little baby business that I'm putting my whole heart into at uh, scout.modern on Instagram. Uh, my website is scoutmodern.co. C-O. And actually, before we go, obviously tell everybody you launched a shop and, and what, okay. what you're doing with that. I gave you an opportunity to That's right. We just launched um, an online shop, which we will continue to build. That's another thing. If I could just say to one thing that I'm really, I've really learned in these three years is to allow myself not only to give up some control, but to give myself some grace and to know that everything is not always going to be perfect. Um, The idea that it even could be is so unattainable and it's so stressful in itself. Um, We launched my shop. I'm so, so proud of it. I have a couple girls, Madison and Kate, who really helped me get this thing off the ground. We have a lot more work to put into it. We will get there. Um, And in the meantime, I just love where it is and I'm just so appreciative and, and yeah, just really giving, give yourself grace people. It is, we're all in this. It's hard but we're doing it, right? Exactly. Oh my God, I love you. You're the best. <laughs> positive, like, you know, like it's I said, so we're divorced, so I'm trying to like stay. Yes, no, it's so good. And also I think for women with children, hello, yes. how old are your kids? I have a three and a four. Okay, so she's doing it. I'm and you're <laughs> newly single, so you're doing it like mm-hmm. single parent styles, I assume, yeah. like, it can be done, right? And it done, it's hard, but, but it can be done. We have to give ourselves grace and, and also, um, you know, take a nap when you need one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think that's also very good advice is sometimes saying like, you know what, Michelle? And I, I, I rarely do that, but every now and then it's like, you know what? It's okay if I just sleep in today yeah. you know, if my body feels like it needs it it's okay it's Someone good for the mental me health recently, what time do you go to bed and I said I go to bed when my body says Ashley it's time for you to sleep now <laughs> like that so I feel like you uh do you do you do you get eight hours a night or no I feel like uh, you don't for like seven and then I wake up well, with that's a decent yeah <laughs> yeah well yeah once your kids go to school too I feel like that's going to be like yeah they're in they're in preschool full-time but um which but they just started preschool full-time in March so I will say literally this year has been so transformative obviously we mentioned the divorce but um but my kids started school preschool full-time so now I truly have time to like really dedicate towards growing my business so um I think uh 2020 is going to be huge anyway just putting that out there yeah you are I don't I totally believe it is going to be and we're going to schedule another one of these and we're going to do it again because okay bye lady okay have an awesome weekend bye Bye. Madison I don't know if she's still there but she's still here (laughs) bye Bye. (laughs) talk to you later okay that was pretty good wasn't it I freaking loved talking to her so much. I don't think you even comprehend how much I loved talking to her. And great news, we definitely have rescheduled a second a second call. So we're going to do this again because I you know what I love? Well, first of all, she was just awesome. Period. Point blank. She's awesome. <laughs> you could hear it. You you know she's just a wicked awesome chick, wicked awesome chick. But I love that I felt like when I was talking to her, 
we are, we have very similar business. So, cause a lot of the times I talk to people who are just really, their answers are very geared towards like renovation type projects. Whereas this time I actually talked to somebody who's growing a business from strictly decorating guys. I'm not going to lie to you. It's Caesar Sunday over here. It's 5 PM and I've had two Caesars now. So I feel like, I feel like it's, this is a little sloppy, but I apologize for that. Anyways. So yeah, go check her out. She's awesome. I freaking love talking to her. If you enjoyed this podcast, you know the drill. Please leave me a review. Guys, just leave me a review. You have no idea. First of all, they warm my heart. They fill my heart with joy and love. And that's always nice. Uh, but it also, it's going to help me be able to get some more, uh, some more. I don't have any sponsorships. To get sponsorships, hopefully. I'm really trying to figure out a way to make this more feasible for a long-term strategy. It's just the editing can, can be, it can take a little, it takes a lot. Um, but also it helps other people find the podcast and the more people I have listening to the podcast, the more I can, again, help it grow. So yeah, leave a review, subscribe, definitely subscribe. Uh, if you want to follow along more of my journey, learn the behind the scenes stuff. Like there is stuff I tell in this Facebook group that nobody else will ever hear. And I'll never blast even on the podcast because this is just too at the forefront of things. So you can go to Real Talk, to, uh, Real Talk, Real Talk with Michelle, Real Talk Design with Michelle Bennett. Wow. I'm telling you, the Caesars have touched me. Uh, and then lastly, if you want to get Real Talk real short in your inbox, go to michellebennett.com slash Real Talk and subscribe. And I'm going to be sending, I, I think that the automation is kind of messed up. So I've got to go back. And I promise to those of you who subscribed, all 19 of you, the problem is it's going to get back on track, but something weird happened. So I have to go see what's going on there. But basically I'm sending a weekly, very short email links to things that I think are valuable that have helped me along the way. Anyways, guys, that's all I got for now. I'll talk to you later. Bye.